<sighs> Sorry, love. I meant to get these to you earlier. <laughs> God, it makes a difference with Kirby gone. I don't think I've stopped all morning. Well, lucky we work so well together. <laughs> <laughs> That's the benefit of being such good old friends. Oi, not so much of the old. <laughs> I just mean that we have a lovely, supportive friendship. Maz, you've obviously got something on your mind, so you want to spit it out. I couldn't help noticing that you were very upset last night when John cancelled your dinner. Yes, so? So, I've thought about it. I want you to know you have my blessing. Blessing for what? You know, for a relationship, John. You know, I mean, I know I was a bit weird when he moved in the first time, but you have my complete support. Marilyn! I do not have feelings for John. You were very upset last night, darling. Because I had prepared a lovely meal and I was looking forward to a game of Scrabble. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants, Irene. Maz, last night, all my heart wanted was some company for an hour or so. That is it. I don't see John in that way. I never have. I never will. Come on. Hey, we are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favourite Aussie soap. Hello, Sophie. How are you doing? You all right? Hello. Oh, okay, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. Back again. Back, back again. again. Guess who's back? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly two weeks till guess what? Uh, I don't know. I've <laughs> lost. <laughs> you name it. Wedding, album launch. Oh, funeral. Is, <laughs> is is it the album launch in two weeks? Because I've just watched the Ooh. first look episode Friday six thirty p.m. and it's looking like it's tonight. The album launch. <laughs> Gone are the days of six month radio promo. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. Mm. Madness, this is this madness. is doomed. We'll come on to it later, but doomed. How are you? You all right? I am boiling hot and shattered. How are you? <laughs> Pretty much the same, yeah. Um, <laughs> to let our internationalists in, we are in the middle of some mad September weather-wise here in Blighty. And um, we're having some weird Indian summer, aren't we? 30 degrees and it's, you know, a week Amazing. into September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been working outside. Or... <laughs> I have, but in the shade, hoping to yeah. get a bit of breeze. There's absolutely no breeze. It's still as anything no. out there. Like, there's nothing, no. there's no air. And people are saying, oh, they, they complain in the UK. It's too hot. It's, too hot. it's sticky. It's We're sticky. an island and it's sticky. Mm, it's yeah. not nice heat, is it? So It's not um... like being in the Costa Brava, is it? It's not like that. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> It's nowhere near enough sangria and tinta verano. <laughs> no. Um, you've watched Home in a Way, I'm assuming, of with you being a pod host about it. <laughs> um, thoughts on the week? I'm on the fence there, you know. I've, I've found it a bit, bit, bit of a chore, I'm not going to lie, Sophie. Uh, I think I'm probably feeling the same. I don't know whether it's because I'm a little bit this week. You know what I'm like. You know this this heat wave. I get a bit tetchy. I'm a bit like an angry wasp in a in a conservatory, flying around, getting a bit cross. Um, and it I get exacerbated when the storylines aren't giving me what I need as well. So I was kind of watch them going. Right, I need, I need. I've had a crappy day at work. I'm too hot. 
I want something to take my mind off all my problems. Hashtag problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Problems. Yeah. And then I turn the TV on and it's just Kirby being a cow for half an hour. So I've just been like, really? Like. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. The heat sort of makes you a bit more. Your patience is way thin. Yeah yeah. 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 So it's going to be an interesting hour ahead. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Brace yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> have you got a drink? Of Even course. friendly or otherwise. Yeah. I have. I haven't, right. I haven't checked the label, but yes, <laughs> I've got a drink. Golden question. Mm. Do you want your headlines? I do. Felicity takes actions into her own hands and pays her blackmailer more money. Mm. John feels it's time to move out of Irene's gaff, but this leaves her feeling a tad lonely. Rose and Marley finally find the L word in their repertoire. <laughs> and Lyric's debut album is complete, so it's all systems go for an album launch. Or is it? Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. Right. Can we get the lyric nonsense out of the way first, if you want, if you don't mind? Yes. <laughs> right? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bree, she's there. If you remember, she was trying to get Mercedes to stay wasn't she despite sort of this whole kiss gate and Brie going mad at her and defending her and defending her and her man should I say um and fighting for a relationship and telling her to, to rack off your slag <laughs> um she ends up realizing that you know for the band for Remy who is really the band and the album finishing the album was really important to her and they had one more overnight recording session to complete didn't they and she realized she had to go groveling to mercedes to say do it for remy we both care about him can you stay and do finish the album she says nope you can rack off and rides off into the sunset on the bike anyway and she has to sort of say to to remy you know i, I tried you know um and all the while i'm just thinking Oh my God! Slap a violin on on the computer. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? Really? Like we're in what age? Most production and stuffs all done on computers and things nowadays. Unless you're a well, most manufactured music. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't have to have the instrument in the room, although no. it's preferable. You know there mm. are ways and means about it. So I was or quite... just just not have the violin because uh, to me well, it didn't really bring. I know that everyone's raving about it. Well, everyone on the show, everyone in the band is raving about it and how it's brought their sound and everything. But I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. So why don't you just ditch <laughs> it? I don't get it. Is it just me? Not a fan of the violin. Not a fan of lyric. Their music. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah, I. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, lyric songs are not, they're not, they don't blow me away on the best of days, but I think slapping a violin on there for me didn't actually make them any more palatable. <laughs> I don't know. It's still new beginning. It's still new, new beginning. beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's not really my bag, but mm. the violin, really not my bag. Really not. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, she comes back anyway, just in the nick of time. You think mm. that we're going to be doing without the violin, and she turns <laughs> up anyway. And records it, and you're just like, thank God, get on with it. 
get it done and get out of our lives. <laughs> and she does. But she's left that, just handed over that bike. Did you notice? Mm-hmm. Have it. Have I it. Noticed. Go for a ride. Mm. I've, n- I've been trying to work out all week what, what it is. I was like, I paused it and I was like, right, so it's a Triumph. Is it a Bonneville? Is it a T100? Is it a T120? What, what is this bike? I, know. I saw your tweet and I thought it might as well be in another language. So, <laughs> See, I grew, bike, up, I grew up in a house with my dad and my brother and bits of bike in the kitchen, on the kitchen table and uh... six or seven bikes in the garage, Norton's Triumphs. Ducatis, I've seen them all. So I'm like, oh, it's it's a Triumph. Oh, is it a Bonneville? Mm. Mm. No idea. No idea. Now, as if that wasn't enough drama for the whole band, the mm-hmm. album's done. It's in the can. They're now trying to um, basically master these tracks, aren't they, and get get it up to a finished product standard. And then Justin Walls is back in, decides he wants to be manager again. Um, Mm -hmm. And while all this is going on, he then ends up in a bit of a tussle because Kirby, as you know, has been taking on a lot of the load while Justin's been away, you know, sort of dealing with everybody's problems and been away from the (laughs) band. Um, Kirby's taken on a a lot of the admin roles and he has to prize that back off her. And she's sort of forcing... Theo to do all the promo, all the interviews, and he's whinging about it like a little bitch. You know, you know, like he's got to do all the stuff. He's the upfront Thomas and Friends. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I kept thinking when these scenes were going on. Like it's Theo and Theo and Friends. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know, like he's the front man, so he's got to do it all. And and there's these conversations, isn't there? Justin and Kirby, like you're, you're putting too much on him, and and then Kirby's being a bit whiny back about it, and then the Leah gets involved and they blame it on the fact that it's a bad breakup and she's doing it to punish him. So mm-hmm. then Kirby spits a dummy out and quits a job at the diner and decides she's 100% professional. Do not talk to me about absolutely nothing. We are <laughs> professional. And I'm like, he's trying to talk to you about the band. So surely that counts as professional. Give me <laughs> a break. I'm losing the will to live. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost oh. it with her. I've lost it with Kirby. Oh. Part of me, I'm trying to be sympathetic. Part of me is trying to be sympathetic with it because I feel bad for her. It's horrible going through a breakup with someone that you obviously still care about. And I get that. Um, and she's having to work with him. You know, they're in, this, they're in a band together. But not just that, she works with his auntie and her band manager is his auntie's boyfriend. You know, she can't, get, you know, like a normal breakup, you kind of step away, you walk away, you have a bit of space from that person, you get over them. They're not mm. in your face every day. He's he's in her face every day, and so is his family. So I'm trying to be empathetic from that point of view, but oh, that's as far as I can take it, really, in yeah. terms of sympathy, because she's doing my bloody head in. I tell you what I did, and I've and I've not done this a lot lately because well, we've we've talked at length in previous weeks about how let down we feel about Remy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I've been right shafted because I should have stuck to my guns with that one, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when he had a go at her and said, you need to take responsibility for where this has landed. And yeah. it forced her to go over. And I thought, yes, Remy, lay the law down. I, th- I really enjoyed that because yeah. I thought someone needs to tell her she's been an absolute baby. Yeah. Really? Someone someone that's not Theo or Theo's family need, needed to tell her because nobody else yeah. was telling her. And obviously, you'd, if you're going to hear that from Theo, well, Justin or Lee, you're not really going to take it on the chin, are you? But 
Mm. Oh, I don't know what to do with this girl. I mean, I'm annoyed because we've been saying for the best part of a year since she's been introduced, give her something other than Theo, give her something other than the band, you know, because flesh out this character, give her something to do. And what they seem to have done is make her into a bit of a cow. And I I used to like her. But yeah. Not in a, not in a, oh, I really, not like I like Eden, not in a, oh, I really like her, I think she's really great. It was more like she was, she was inoffensive and oh, I don't know what the word is, but I I was intrigued by her. I wanted to know more about her. I wanted them to give her a storyline. I didn't want them to completely make her unlikable. That's, I feel yeah. like we've been let down here. Yeah, yeah. Am it's I being too not... harsh? No, but I think, me. No, I think you're right. I think it is probably an attempt to prize her out of the band. It definitely feels like that. And we mm. and we can't criticise it when we've been asking for it. It's, it's no. sort of where I'm thinking, because we've been mm. asking for this. Like, we were saying she's too pigeonholed, isn't she, over in the band? Yeah. I, it's interesting you say that and you bring that up because the, this surfing thing comes out of nowhere tonight. Mm. Um, and last night, well, was it last night? I can't remember now. Um, and then, you know, all along she's been able to surf and we have this whole montage of her going for this surf again. And we hear mm. like something about a personality that's quite important, particularly in a show like Coming Away, whether you can surf or not is a big deal. <laughs> it is a big um, deal. Yeah. Is that an attempt to give her something else, you know, another passion outside of music? If it was, it felt a little forced. If it no. was, I don't think it worked very well because, it, again, it was kind of thrust on us in this angry Kirby way. Like, yeah, I can surf. So what? You know, it wasn't. <laughs> I know she had this. She's got this this backstory as to why she gave up surfing and, you know, the phobia of going out in the sea again and everything else that we hear. But I, I didn't feel I didn't feel engaged with that story at all because all I was hearing from her was, yeah, I can surf. What of it? You know, so what? I didn't tell you. And I was like, uh -huh. whoa, like, what is with the attitude? And this is why I'm finding it difficult with her at the moment, because, you know, there's other people on the show that have had a bad attitude and you can kind of understand it. You can go, right, well, they've gone through X, Y, Z experience. So I get it. You know, they're, they're healing from something or they're getting over something or something tragic. So, you know, when Flick was going through her airing cupboard booze phase, you know, we've given her a bit of leeway for all the stuff that she was going through because of what had happened to her. But with Kirby, yeah. I'm like, OK, so she's broken up with Theo, but is that it? Is yeah, that, exactly. Is that it? Yeah. Is that why she's acting like this? Is that a good enough reason to be to have such a personality three sixty? I don't, I don't get it. Do you know when you said the other week that we might be starting to see the band fragment, and it mm. is is the is the long term story here, like the breakup of the band? I'm starting to think it might be. You know, yeah. Th th this has made me come round to that way of thinking, like. Is this the beginning of the band splitting up? Mm. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, it's again. It's weird timing, isn't it? Because we've heard for weeks and weeks and weeks about this album and had to get through this whole Mercedes storyline to get this album done. So if they yeah. did decide to bin the band off now, it's like, oh, really? After all that? <laughs> after all that? I know all that effort, you know, and and where we got, and it yeah. it, it would be it would be straight. I mean, this album launch doesn't feel. It feels doomed. Uh, to me it feels doomed it's got doomed the dates changed <laughs> already the venues changed yeah uh, within the same episode 
Mm-hmm. The band, I mean, the cliffhanger tonight. Well, I mean, if you can call it a cliffhanger. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, you know, chomping at the bit for Monday. I will put it that way. But the band, uh, you know, now it's like we've got a new venue, but it's going to have to be tonight. Like, yeah, it's not even mastered. No. What the hell? They only recorded it yesterday. They're still producing uh, it. It's going to sound ropey. I mean, how, and what are they going to do? They're going to release it di- digitally. Did I can't say that word digitally? So people download it, you know, we're not going to have CDs we're selling at this launch, I'm guessing, because we're not going to have time to press any CDs. So, <laughs> you know, showing my age now, but, you know, I'm going to say, la- yeah. How do you launch an album in 2023? Do you just put it on Spotify? Is that it now? Probably the same way we launch a podcast. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't get it, but I do think we're doomed. I do think, mm. I don't know. I'm starting to think, you know, when the band was introduced last year and, we know the reaction that social media had. We we saw it coming for, for a month before we actually saw it in the UK because we kept seeing on the hashtag people going, get rid of this band. Worst thing to happen to Home and Away in 30 years. What are you doing? Yeah. And we were dreading it, weren't we, Last this time last year um, mm. when they arrived. And actually, I don't know whether it's because we saw all of that and I braced myself for it and actually it hasn't been as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. And I, I have enjoyed some of the storylines. I have enjoyed some of the individuals. I enjoy Remy and Eden. But because of that backlash that they had on social media, did they immediately try and write out the band? And that's how we've ended up. With, I mean, how far in advance did they write these episodes? Well, yeah. We know they filmed six months out of the yeah. Oz broadcast. So that's seven months plus for us, isn't it? And then, So so when yeah. this backlash happened, did they suddenly go, oh, God, we're halfway through writing this album story. And now let's just mm. write them out. I don't know. Could be. It, it feels like the wheels have come off the band, yeah. doesn't it? And I, I'm now with you. I think we're trying to undo a few things. Mm. Um, I was going to say interesting times, but it's really uninteresting. That That's the problem. <laughs> that know. is the problem with this story, though, isn't it? Do yeah. we care if the band are together or not? I, I, I can probably count on one hand here the amount of, of our listeners regular you know that that contribute to our convo online mm. that would rejoice at this band story being done with mm. you know there'll be countless others i'm sure yeah <sighs> we'll see we'll see right flick she's struggling still this is a story that is rumbling on a bit and i'm a little bit we'll come on to it but i'm a little bit frustrated that we're still we're nowhere we're another week down and we're not we're not really any further along here mm. um i don't know how you feel um you know tani's saying don't move don't worry we've paid the thousand dollars don't worry about it we'll just move on mm-hmm. um and um cash then announces he's got a lead and i'm thinking great right let's let's move this thing along now you know um and she's down the police station isn't she hearing all about this lead um and that he thinks it's really good they've had, what, what, they've had some sort of tip off that someone's been talking about it and you're yeah. like eh, yeah who? it's a bit weird isn't it someone's been bragging about you know sexually assaulting some girl at a music festival an anonymous tip off to the police about it it's a bit random isn't it very random and i mean something you wouldn't expect somebody who's committed a very very serious crime to be doing you know unless something's seriously wrong there unless Um, andrew tate making a tiktok (laughs) well yeah that's true i wonder if it's inspired by that 
God, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. Um, she soon gets another message, the blackmailer again. Whoa, lo and behold, woe betide. He wants mm. more money. Blind Freddy saw that coming. So fair Blind Freddy saw it coming. 10,000 this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. gosh, like, she's actually, I'm, I'm sighing here. You can, I'm trying to pull together the words here because I don't think I have many. Mm. Like, she, the fact that she actually then starts frantically thinking of pulling this money together is just yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. pull yourself together, woman, you know? She's asking Tane to try and take money out of his business. She's looking at the blooming float in the till. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, what? wake up and smell the coffee, woman. This is ridiculous. It is. She's frantic. She's just seen this, you know, this lead we're talking about with Cash. She's just saying, this is all over the place, this <laughs> explanation of this storyline. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she's just been, you know, this lead Cash had. They've seen a photo. This is who we think it is. It ends up being a, a dead end. It's not him, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So she's... She, and, then, and now the blackmail is continuing. It's all getting a little bit frantic. And she seems like a headless chuck to me. Yeah. Like she's she's not listening to any reasoning from, from Tane, you know, mm. or herself, to be honest. She's keeping secrets. She's now willing to commit crime. That scene, you know, where on the beach and Tane's in the middle of a class and she yeah. runs yeah. down to him and she says, you know, and, you know, panicking, basically, you know, what we're going to do, need some money. And he says, we'll talk about it later. Her reaction, then, I'm thinking, it, the, the way she reacted, the way she looked at him was just like, how, how, how are you not helping me? And I'm thinking, you're not helping yourself. And I'm getting mm. really frustrated, really, really frustrated. I think we had a few of those scenes, didn't we? Because she had that that moment in the surf club as well at the bottom of the stairs where she said to him, well, we've got to pay. We've got to pay. Like, you know, see what money you can come up with. And he goes, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Yeah. We haven't got the money. I've just paid my tax bill. And her bottom lip starts to go. And then she makes that scene in the surf club and everyone's looking at them because she's going, you, you know, you need to help me. You need to, you know, what are you going to do? And I was like, he's he's already told you what he, he wants to do. And you're just not listening. And I think what we're missing with this, I don't know whether you feel the same, but I think we're missing, it's just her and Tane at the moment. And I don't, <laughs> this is probably going to sound really harsh, but I don't find Tane is the easiest person to get um, practical advice from. So she's mm. going to him and she's going like, how can, how can I do this? And he's going, oh, we're not going to pay them. You know, and that's it. He's very much like, a, no, we're not doing it. There's not really a lot of dialogue going on between them. There's not really a lot of um, trying to get her to see it from his side of things. or And there's no impartiality because obviously they're husband and wife and he's too close to it and everything else. I think what we needed was a third person. She needed to go to Eden or somebody or Mac and say, this is what's happening. And she needed to hear it from someone else to say, no, it's gone on too far now. You need to speak to your brother. You need to report this. You can't just keep paying this guy. He's he's got power over you now. The fact that you paid mm-hmm. him the first time, but you know the positive is you've got his number, you've got his bank account details. This is all traceable. You know, the police have actually got something to go by. I don't. I feel like we we're, we're missing that scene with that third person that's more 
impartial that she might listen to. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that person is Cash. Um, I think yeah. it should. I think it should be Cash. You know, mm-hmm. and there's the, moments this week. I mean, Cash knows something's up. He knows there was yeah. a weird text message the week before. Yeah. He knows that she's, you know, running over, running out of the room. He keep, and he asks her outright, mm. "What's going on?" And she lies to his face. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it even it snowballs into her, you know, asking him for the money because she she knows he's got money. He's got yeah. this savings, hasn't he? Um, it's got his inheritance, and, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he and 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 she she obviously she put hers into the business, didn't she? Mm. But he she goes to him lying about why she needs this money, and when it, it was never going to last long because obviously no. his girlfriend is in the band that she's saying she needs the money for. <laughs> oh, no. So what oh, on earth she was thinking? Yeah. Oh, for the for the launch, I was thinking he's going to find out in two scenes that this was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because the launch is going to be advertised as 30 kilometres down the road, love. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and he's oh dating God. the bloody guitarist. This is why I'm using the word is. frantic, yeah. because she's not thinking with any reason. You know, yeah. she's just knee-jerking everything, isn't she? Yeah. And, of course, he quickly speaks to Eden, who's like, we don't need your money, it's sorted, don't worry about it. And then, yeah. obviously, he then asks her again and gives her another opportunity and she lies and says, you know, she's not been good with the money since the assault. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to spend 10K in two weeks, come <laughs> on. What has she been doing? Considering for most of that time, she's been in the house, yeah. afraid to go out. Like, she's been on bingo or something, about mm-hmm. 365. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, like, he, he knows it's a load of cock. Anyway, mm-hmm. poppycock, doesn't he? Because he even says to Eden, she's lying to me again, but I'll give her the money. I think you mm-hmm. look. Um, I think that person is cash that you're talking about, but why can't she trust him enough to tell him? I don't know. Like I, don't it's her it. I feel like there needs to be another person. There needs to be somebody to say you need to speak to cash. You know, there needs to be someone. She needs to ultimately she needs to speak to cash, but I think there needs to be yeah. someone in the middle to say Eden. just talk to your brother. Yeah, I think it's got to be Eden or Mac. It can't be Tony. Eden's been great with the whole aftermath of the attack, hasn't she? So yeah. Mm, maybe it would be yeah you're right it, it needs a third party doesn't it with a bit or it, of it needs like some irene advice or mm. you know, irene's good in a crisis isn't she and she's been there before you know i don't know whether a lot of the people in the bay know what happened to flick that's the other thing that's not been really explained because i don't even know if justin knows what happened at that night at battle of the bands oh yeah because they have oh, that scene yeah. don't they where she, you know she's having that oh yeah you can have the launch here and and she's thinking with pound signs in her eyes if lyric have the album launched at salt i can raise some money yeah. then i've got some money to give to the guy yeah yeah, yeah 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 we can charge entry on the door we can do this we can do that and, and justin's like oh no no i'm not having it here i'm having it in the city and then she has that sort of moment of oh she takes it out takes her frustration out on justin really and remy and says oh thanks for nothing you know I've, i'm the one that's been helping you all this time and you thanks for you know thanks for throwing it back in my face thanks for not helping me and i don't know whether justin was obviously remy knows because he was at the battle of the bands he knows what's happened but i don't know whether justin was kind of like why is she being so crazy about the album launch because I don't even know if he mm. knows. And it's his, at the end of the day, it's, he's the band manager. And this happened at his band's Battle of the Bands. But I don't think he knows. So does anybody else in the Bay know? Does Irene know? I don't That's think it's common thought. knowledge. 
No, I don't think it is. I mean, we know the band know and that's it, don't we? Because they were there. Yeah. But like you say, yeah, who else knows about it? That's a good point, actually. Justin, I've assumed he's aware, but he won't he be, is. will he? No. But is he just being Justin and forgetting because he can be a bit of a, a thicko, can't he sometimes? Or has he just forgot? Oh, or has he not been told? Because he's not acting like he's in the know. He's not acting like, oh, is she yeah. okay? Can I go and talk to her about this? Or, you know, he, he has got some empathy, hasn't he, Justin? So I think if he knew, he wouldn't be talking to him and going, oh, no, we're not having it here. You know, he'd be a bit more tactful than that, I think. Even Justin's more tactful than that. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Mm. Oh, I'd hope so. It's very odd. It's Yeah, so who, because obviously we know Rose knows because Rose took a statement. We know Cash knows. We know the band knows, but is that as far as, you know, as far as it goes in terms of the knowledge? So if she, if people don't know, Mac knows, doesn't she? But if people generally don't know, so if Irene doesn't know, she's not going to lend an ear because she's not going to know there's a problem. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't, she's not got a psychic crystal ball, has she? You know what I mean? No, Marilyn has. <laughs> well, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mm. get your crystals out mm, Fix in trouble she needs some advice <laughs> meditation bow mm. yeah right Xander he's very apologetic this week <laughs> feels <laughs> awful about what happened with surfer mum you know <laughs> flirty mum <laughs> the whole uh, mistaken identity house you know and <laughs> breaking and entering graffiti scenario the week before um so what does he do other than sets up the grazing board again for the love's young dream um, and um it sort of works because after everything they come home and they're like you got that no you got that and then they both agree the moment's the moment mm. and they say they love his heart his strength his emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I don't. I didn't peg Marley as, as an emoji bloke. Did you? I didn't really think that he was an emoji. You know, some people are just not fans of emojis, are they? When yeah. Texting. I didn't think Marley was. I, I'll be honest. I didn't think no, he was yeah. a, an emoji guy. Thumbs up's your limit. Yeah. 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 Thumbs up. Um, <laughs> but no, apparently not. And she loves it. She mm. loves it. Um, and then she says, and I love you. Mm. And then he says it back and all is well. And there's a big romantic moment over the grazing board. And we're all <laughs> supposed to be digging it. Um, <laughs> did you feel anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? I felt nothing. I was too busy laughing at the reasons why she loved him. In fact, you were we texting were text. me. <laughs> <laughs> you were texting me at the time. You were telling me how you love my jokes and you love the emojis that I use when I text you. And um, yeah, I I don't know. I think I know this was supposed to. You know, his his album, the original one, was like love you, and she was like, oh, he could have just been saying that to a chicken burger or a takeaway coffee or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. her reasons. You know, it was no Shakespeare play. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't like. My my loins are on fire when I look at you. Or, you know, well, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like I I 
you know, I love your strength and your emojis make me laugh. And I was like, okay, you either have a really low, low bar when it comes to relationships and falling in love with people, Rose, or I just, this thing's not hitting me with the way that it's meant to. I don't know. I love my partner and I've never said I love your emojis. (laughs) I don't think that sentence has ever left my mouth before. It's not the first thing that comes to mind when you think about somebody that you're in love with, is it? You don't think, you you know, you're all right and your texts are quite sweet or funny or whatever. I love it. I love when you send me a TikTok link at (laughs) 2am. Which is which is basically saying, oh, this is you. And it's really rude. Yes. Mm. That's you, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do love your TikTok links at 2am. Um, but I would, even if I was professing my love to you now on the podcast, I would come up with better ideas than that, though. I just felt like this was a bit So juvenile. if we'd be a more convincing couple, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. And everyone would be like, do you think she knows? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a Schofield. Um... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> not in that, not in that way, but in the whole, you know, leading me on. Uh, you're not in the, the bun in a run. Bun in a run. Oh my God. I can't even say it. <laughs> If I'm in a runner. No, not that. Not mm. that. Um, yeah. So, in a nutshell, they've said the L word, and we we still we, didn't feel we it. laughed our heads off. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Why is it not working? The, the chemistry's not there. You know when Flick and Tane say they love each other. You know they're gazing each other's eyes. They're they're grabbing each other's faces. They they're acting like the you know. I need to hold you or else I'll die. You know, I, I mm. need to be with, with you. I just need to be close to you. I need I need you. It, like, it's like, I need you. Isn't it? They don't need each yeah. other. Marley, yeah. when, when she was giving her speech, like, Marley looked like he wanted to crack out laughing to me. It wasn't <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like, I, I need you, I desire you. You know, I, I can't live without you. And if if you left me, I'd be heartbroken. I didn't get that. It would just be like, oh, I'd miss your funny texts. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It, there was no fire. There was no fire. You never know. He might have been sending the old aubergine. He might have been, but is that a reason to love somebody and never want to be without them? And I don't know. Maybe it is know. in 2023. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned. Couple I need more than that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I need more, but then yeah, maybe Rose's maybe Rose's bar is very low. I'm at the point where I'm like, do not, do not start with the aubergine. I haven't got time <laughs> or the inclination. <laughs> Keep your aubergine to yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't at me right. with your aubergine. No, mm. absolutely. Right, Maz and John, they're back from Jet's wedding. Wedding of the year, never saw a thing. No. We were going to about this, weren't we? Do you know what else we didn't see? We didn't see the courtroom drama of the Margot stuff either. Oh, yeah. Margot's gone to prison, apparently. 
There's a few courts we've not seen recently. There was another one we were just stood outside it, weren't we? That was Justin's hearing, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Very beautiful, but like everyone was going in and out one at a time. Yeah. Like, Noah's Ark, two be two. Like, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bit, bit, bit disappointing. We were never going to see Jet's wedding as no. as lovely as it was. It would have been like it would have been good, wouldn't it, to have um, so good Will McDonald back and even a picture, know, even like a Facebook album of the pictures of the day. I would have been happy with, but we've seen nothing, have we? Like just, would, just getting back would, for a picture. Would it have killed yeah. you to Photoshop him and a bride into a picture? I don't know. Would we have been happy with that though? I don't think I would. I think I'd have wanted it. I want it all. It's better than nothing. We've had nothing. Mm, true. True. I want to. I want something. I want. Yeah. Other than my imagine, my imagination is pretty good, but it's not enough is it there's always hope Jet will roll in with his wife one day mm. you know, <laughs> kiddies, you know. <laughs> um, Irene's checking if she's alright with the, if her and Maz are okay because you know mm. yeah. Um, there was this whole fallout right before she went to the wedding you know with the whole her pretending to be with John and it really mm. rubbed Marilyn up the wrong way beautiful storyline you know it's really kept us going the last few weeks with the light relief um she says it's all water under the bridge darling don't worry um and then but irene is sort of telling john you know i'm so glad you're back you know the house has been so quiet without you i'll make you a mud cake you know <laughs> welcome back put your feet up doll i'll cook dinner and John's not looking too impressed, and there's all these glances between her and Mar- between he and Marilyn, mm. um, isn't there? And we quickly learn that he's told Marilyn during the trip back from the wedding he's going to tell Irene that he wants to move home when he gets yeah. back. Mm. And of course, Irene's sort of really jumping for joy, making cakes, etc., ready for his return. Really excited that he's back. So John feels a bit torn at this point between mud cake and going back home <laughs> and having a ding <laughs> meal probably um so he says to myself you know I, I, I can't tell her you know I'll have one more night she's going to do a roast and she's going to make a lovely meal and, and I promise I'll tell her tomorrow and Mazzy's like okay um you know but he doesn't well he does tell her eventually but it comes out in a very John way doesn't it <laughs> it all it comes out wrong yeah. And Marilyn looks a little upset, not Marilyn, Irene, should I say, looks a little upset at this news. Mm. And um, we have uh, lots of talk about, uh, you know, Irene not having anything better to do. Now Kirby's quit the diner, you know, or she's going to cover all the shifts because she's got nothing to go home to. Mm. And um, the, the day John's moved out, she's already inviting him back for a lasagna. Mm. Um, uh, but, you know and then she's kicking off when he's cancelled on her hey that lasagna's still in the oven to this day <laughs> she never took it out <laughs> she went to work to get, to get a cake didn't she she was like oh i've just popped in to get dessert apple cake. Mm. and then she's like oh we've got no, no that chocolate cake left oh i guess apple cake will do that will do and then oh actually you know hold the apple cake john can't make it i guess i'll just work the rest of my shift and lock up here and i was like screaming lasagna lasagna's in the oven <laughs> oh good lord and then i was thinking for the, for the whole episode where is she because 
all of a sudden it was the next morning and we're at the coffee cart and I was saying to Marilyn have you heard from Irene after John stood her up last night and I was like oh my god it's been the whole night and no one's heard from her is she burning burning down in her house <laughs> is the beach house okay oh good lord this had me on tenterhooks but luckily she <laughs> that's how she slow arrived. the week's been <laughs> <laughs> she arrived you know fully fine we don't know whether the beach house or the lasagna have made it but Irene is certainly in one piece if a lasagna made it, she'll be eating that at work for a lunch all week. That's true. It was massive. It was massive. It, it was looked massive. good, though. It looked good. good. I do like lasagna. I have a question for you. Mm. So oh, you, know, <laughs> you know when John was saying to Marilyn, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to move out, I'm going to go back home, I'm going to tell her. Mm. Do you think that this, because obviously this conversation must have been had off screen, as you say, they must have had this conversation in the car for about Jet's wedding. About yeah. him, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm going to, I'm going to move out of Irene's. I've, you know, I'm better now. Do you think this was a, a decision that John came up with by himself, or do you think this was a Marilyn pushing John to move out of Irene's house? Because I've got, I've got my eye on Marilyn this week, and Marilyn's green-eyed monster. I agree, and she's she's always in the background, sort of making mm. sure he says things. Have you noticed? Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I'm I'm wondering, John isn't a man who comes to conclusions no. by himself. He just is not. No. You know. He I think he's definitely had a bit of a a bit of a yarning to, mm. I think, for Marilyn. I, you're, yeah, I, I'm with you. I see it too. I didn't know if I was being paranoid, but I was thinking, oh, am I reading too much into this? But I've just got this feeling that Marilyn said to him at some point. You know you're going to have to go back home when we get back, John. You're going to have to move out of Irene's. I don't yeah. feel like this yeah. has come from John. I feel like it's come from Marilyn. And obviously when John, you know, he chickened out telling her, didn't he? And Marilyn, mm. like you say, she's in the background. She's watching and rolling her eyes. like, oh, And he's like, I'll tell her, I'll tell her. And I was thinking, it's got nothing to do with Marilyn. And it's not going to, you know, it shouldn't affect her day if he doesn't go home that night. It shouldn't make any difference to Marilyn's life. But the fact that it is is really interesting to me. Yeah, no, and I'll tell you what backs up your 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 train of thought here is that scene where after obviously she realizes that Irene's quite upset, you know, you know, John cancels on lasagna dinner, doesn't he? And yeah. Irene's quite Irene's reaction is the sort of moment where Marilyn's a bit like, oh, maybe they mm. do care for each other. Mm. Um, and there's that scene, isn't there, this next morning that you say when she turns up and, and Marilyn sort of says, you know, you know, if you do, you know, you've got my blessing for a relationship with John, you know. Mm. And she's like, what? And she kicks off, doesn't she, saying, that is not, <laughs> you know, never over my dead body, <laughs> never yes, God never save have, Ireland. never would. <laughs> <laughs> Never had, never will, you know. Yeah. That backs up what you're saying because I think mm. if she wasn't, if she wasn't bothered, it was nothing to do with her. She wouldn't have any. She wouldn't. Why, why is it her blessing to give? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And did you see her face when Irene walked away from that conversation? Because you know, Irene, like you just say, she was like, "Oh God, save Ireland! I'm not interested in John. Like, give it a rest." And she kind mm. of walks off, doesn't she? And Marilyn's mm. face then, she looked kind of relieved, like, oh, thank God, like, they're not into each other, or, I don't know, she looked kind of happy that Irene had said it out loud that she wasn't interested in John, and I thought, why do you care? Yeah, 
There's yeah, something exactly. there. Are we yeah, supposed some to see not, it? Yeah, something's there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know whether I was being, you know, because I, I ship Marilyn and John and I, I have this whole I wish they'd get back together thing. And I didn't know whether I was just seeing things that weren't there because I w- wanted to see them or whether we're supposed to read into it that Marilyn does still have feelings for John and maybe we're supposed to keep an eye on that. I don't oh, know. I'd not, oh, I'd not gone that deep. I just think Marilyn's being a bit of a puppet master here. Oh, do you? I think she doesn't want John, but she doesn't want anybody else to have him. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that could that could very well be the case. I kind of get it. You know, I kind of get it. It would be weird. Like, if you'd been married to somebody and then your best friend that you also work with every day suddenly started to date them, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Like, I don't know whether I'd be comfortable with it. I get it. But I, just, I feel like it's there's something else, there's something more to it than that. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know whether I'm seeing things because I want to see them. Well, gosh, we got a lot off our chest then, didn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a lot off our chest. If you made it through that episode, well done. Um yeah it's been one of those weeks I think and I think the kind of the feelings that we've had this week and shared on the podcast I think they're kind of echoed by a lot of the audience uh watching at home as well I'm going to read you out some tweets because this is your say on the bay are you ready Si? yes 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 ready 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 um so before we get on with it so we are on we're on everything we're on so we're on social media we're on youtube we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on threads uh we tweet along on twitter i'm still calling it twitter um we watch the show at 6 30 p.m monday to friday on five star here in the uk um and everywhere you can find us it we're mostly coastal news pod that's our handle at coastal news pod or just look for coastal news podcast come and find us join in with the discussion about home and away let us know your thoughts let us know what you think about the episodes that are airing that day, that week, that month, um, and on your sound the bay, which is this next segment we're going to talk about, we might just read out your comments and talk about them. Oh, exciting. Exciting, yes. So obviously, I've been delving into social media this week and trying to work out how people are feeling about the show because we, like we say, we've had a bit of a mixed mixed feelings about this week um, that's just happened, and I think the comments on social media kind of sum up, uh, you know, pretty much how we're feeling as well. Um, so first of all, over to Twitter, we have somebody that's a regular listener, Emma Farney on Twitter. Hi, Farney. Hello. Hello. Um, Farney messages last week, actually, and she said she was listening to the podcast that we put out last weekend, last Saturday, and she said, mm-hmm. I agree with the blackmail point that you made. They've really turned a serious subject, um, that had been done really well, especially Jackie, you know, Jackie Purvis that plays Flick. Yeah. So they took took this subject, they've done really well, and they've turned it into a salacious storyline. And it's it's really cheapened a really what would have been a really good storyline and what had been a really good storyline, which is something we talked about in last week's pod, isn't it? Um that yeah. I think you, you raised this point that did we need this blackmail, you know, tangent of this storyline? It was already dark, it was already horrible, it was already a character that we feel for it was already awful like did we need this blackmail and you know has it taken a really good storyline and actually made it a bit a bit cheap well, we, yeah well we decided we didn't didn't we but mm. uh is uh, is farney agreeing 
Fani's definitely agreeing. Uh, and there's a few people commenting on this as well. So on Facebook, a lot of people are discussing the blackmailing aspect of this storyline. So the Facebook page, Home and Away UK, posted a video of Flick making that scene in the surf club, you know, when she went to speak to Tane and she said, we need to give the, you know, he's asked for 10 grand, we need to pay it. You know, you need to check the business account, see how much you can get and I'll check my accounts and, and you know, we'll meet back and, and try and work out how much money we can give him. And Tane's just flat out at this point saying, no, like, I'm not, I'm not giving him any more money. That's it. And she's, she just kind of shouts at him in the middle of the surf club and everyone's like looking at them. So they played that that clip on on Facebook. They put that on on one of the posts, and lots of people have commented, as you can believe. And then I'll read out a few of them. So everyone's pretty much saying the same thing. Um, so Jenny commented, said, "I can't believe two business owners could be so stupid as to pay blackmailers." But that's the scriptwriters for you. So she's blaming this on on the scriptwriters of the show. Mm. Um. Karen says the stupid, and then there's these two. Oh, oh God! I know these com- <laughs> these comments don't get better. I've warned you; they're not they're not people oh, aren't right. aren't happy. Um, oh. Rachel said, "Tane, just go to the police." She does my head in, and then when she goes like this, he's asked for a thousand pounds to see if she would pay. Of course, he's going to ask for more when she does. So this is what I said last week. I thought the thousand pounds was a test to see. A, would she pay it? And B, how quickly she'd get the money together? You know, have these people got money? Can I get more out of them? She paid that $1,000 or whatever it was really, really fast. So, of course, he's going to come back and go, okay, well, you pay me that within two hours. Let's ask for 10. See how quickly you get that to me. Just to play devil's advocate here, though, Mm. like, we're all saying that, like, you silly sausage, you know. Yeah. But, like, we're not in that boat. You know, yeah. and where I, I don't think it's one of those scenarios, isn't it, where unless you've been blackmailed yourself and mm. someone threatening to release a really shameful video of you, yeah. um, you don't really know what you're going to do, do you, I suppose? I don't you know. don't. I know she's not thinking rationally. I get that. I just because of because of how he's doing this, I think a lot of people are getting frustrated. So, for example, um, I'm trying to find the one that we. I mean, ourselves included, we we think it's in, unnecessary, don't we? It this is. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of people saying so. Eileen says this is a stupid storyline. They've got his bank account number. They've got his mobile number. They can trace the money. They can trace the you know trace the the text messages. There's lots of people saying this that there's, I. I think people are understanding that she's panicking and that she doesn't want this video getting out there. She doesn't want people that she knows to see it. But as far as we're concerned, nobody in the Bay even knows this has happened because nobody else, apart from the band and Max, seem to know what's actually happened at the Battle of the Bands anyway. So how are they going to know that this video has got out there unless this guy does really know? And this is the thing. Who is this guy? That That's why everyone's sort of talking about, like, who is he? And, and this is he... the most frustrating thing, Sophie, because yeah. she's got the evidence that could mm. lead them to him in yeah. the palm of her hand, literally, yeah. on a phone. And yeah. the week before, she was held back. She was trawling through CCTV and videos online herself yes, to try and find him. find him. And yeah. you've, got the, you've got something in your hand ready mm. to find him. That's what's frustrating. 
Mm, I think that's what a lot of people are saying. You know, Chris on on Facebook is saying she's got his number, she's got his bank account. Why doesn't she get him arrested? Why is she so scared of the video going online? She needs to put her pride aside, get this perv arrested before he goes on to spike other people's drinks and do this to other girls. You know, there's that that pressure on her there that you know if she doesn't catch this guy and she's got she's got a good chance of being able to with the amount of information she could pass on to the police. How do we know he's not doing it to the next person already, or he hasn't done it to the next person already? I mean, we've got that to think about. I mean, really I'm, sure, point, yeah. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's. I'm sure this is one of the reasons why she's panicking is that she feels all these feelings and doesn't really know what to do. Um, do you think this is going on a bit? You know, like oh God, I can yeah. sort of understand this this frame of mind mm. for a period of time when it first kicked off. But yeah. by now, do you think she should be coming to the realisation that she can stop him? She can stop other women getting hurt. She can, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. she, she, should, she should sort of be there by now, shouldn't she? I think, think this is this is what I was saying on the main episode. I think what we're missing with the storyline, we're just seeing, we're seeing lots of um, scenes of, of Flick panicking, looking scared. You know, that, that classic Jackie panicking face that she does. She's really good at this. And she's really good at conveying those emotions and being like, oh, my God. Oh, and then, you know, jumping when she gets a text message, jumping when the, the you know, the handle, the, the door's rattling and she thinks it's him at the door. But we're not getting much dialogue because she's only got Tane to talk to. And, and that, yeah. their dialogue is really minimal about this. He's just going, no, we're not paying him. And she's going, oh, we have to. And we're not getting any we're not getting any of her inner monologue. We're not hearing what she really thinks. And I think that's where we're missing a trick because... As I said in the main episode, if we had Eden to talk to, or we had Mac to talk to, and she and they were saying, "Well, how you know? Tell me how you feel. Why don't you want to go to Cash?" Because we haven't heard this. All she's saying to Tani is, "I, I can't tell him. I can't tell Cash. Mm. I don't. I don't want him to see the video. Why not? You know, give mm. us your thoughts. What are you thinking? Are you not? Are you not thinking we've got a chance of getting him? Do you not want him to? Do you want him to get away with this? Do you want to just keep paying him for the rest of your life and rewarding him for basically?" doing this thing yeah. to you he's he's yeah. not just violated you and humiliated you he's now getting your money and he's now mm. you know causing a friction in your marriage he's got so much control and so much power over her still and she's not yeah. you know she's handing him money hand over fist but there's nobody there to sort of explain that to her because Tane doesn't seem to be as far as we can tell on screen he doesn't seem to be having that kind of two-way dialogue. It's just him going no and her going, oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's what we're missing. Yeah. We're missing that. We're not hearing her thoughts. We're not hearing how she's feeling. Apart from the panicking and the, I need the money. I need to get the money. That's the only thing we've heard. Mm. Oh, dear. I don't know. I mean, Marion on Facebook says, I think the programme's giving out all the wrong signals to people here that you should pay blackmailers to get rid of a problem. Obviously, things might change when the writers decide how the storyline might go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not expecting this to, to go on no. forever, but yeah. It, it... Can't really, because they're going to run out of money eventually, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So, so lots of people just saying the same thing so Lindy said I found myself shouting at the television you don't reward a rapist by paying them anything you tell the police this is really thing because obviously being a soap as well you have a sort of obligation to the audience to mm. 
not teach but like you know these issues these big important issues yeah you need to you need to handle them you know with, with yeah. yeah so there, there's got to be a change in the road somewhere for flip mm. here because yeah. otherwise you know that 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 moral obligation if you like that you know the soaps yeah. naturally carry because they're in your mm. living room every night um won't, won't be upheld if it doesn't yeah. so yeah. so you know yeah I'm, we've got it's, it can't be like this forever it just feels it like can't it's taking be, can forever it? This guy's got to got to get some kind of comeuppance, some kind of karma eventually. I mean, that's just how it works on a soap, isn't it? Unfortunately, in real that's life, that's the rules. Yeah, yeah. In real life, these cases tend to, a lot of the time tend to go to either don't go to court at all because there's no not enough evidence, or they go to court and you know then there's no conviction. So the chances of getting a, a real life conviction for this sort of thing is is quite small. But on a soap, generally speaking, that person always gets their comeuppance, don't they? So this has got to go somewhere because so far this guy has sexually assaulted her, blackmailed her. He's now got he's eleven grand richer than he was when this all started. Mm-hmm. Flick's relationship with Tane is falling apart. Flick's mental health is falling apart. Flick's uh, relationship with her brother is now starting to crack. She's losing out. She's a victim. She yeah. they can't keep you know they can't really keep kicking no, and washes down not. can they no of course not yeah, yeah. i don't know how yeah. we're going to get out of this hole that we're digging though do you i don't really know no it'd be interesting to see how because it seems like there's no way out at the minute mm. yeah yes so lots of people saying the same thing on that unfortunately um what about rose and her love of marley's emojis what do people think about <laughs> <God>. these <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been talking about this in the main pod haven't we so rose and marley they've finally said the l word to each other and meant it and remembered hopefully that they said it uh this time around <laughs> so some people have been commenting there was a there was a video put on the facebook page the home and away uk facebook page of this i love your strength i love your heart i love your emojis i love you um and there was pe- lots of people commenting on this so natasha said they are one of my favorite couples on the show oh. but not everyone feels this way caroline said what a couple of wet lettuces <laughs> 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 i think i'm somewhere in the middle of those two um Vanessa that's says, just reminded me of our oh, yeah. uh, myrene conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh no couple of wet letters anyway sorry sorry oh no right I've got to pretend 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 i can't remember it okay <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's all i'm gonna be thinking about for the next five minutes oh no okay <clears throat> podcast podcast boys anyway <laughs> Um, Vanessa says they don't suit each other whatsoever, and Charmaine says they make a good couple. So these two really are dividing opinion oh, between yeah, the yeah. audience. Um, Kale says they're so boring, both of them. As is really, Kale. Can't really argue with that. A vegetable. <laughs> it's spelt differently. This is a C A L E. Kale. Unusual name though. Uh, I don't think oh. I've seen that before. Um. Pat says favorite couple and then a heart emoji because you know we love emojis and Mar- <laughs> Marley loves emojis. 
Uh, and Jaren says, I love Marley, but I can't be doing with Rose. Really, so this, this is going this is going all ways, really, isn't it? This it's all over the place. This mm. yeah, all the comments were quite different. So lots of people saying favorite couple, best couple, love them, think they're great together, they suit each other. Other people saying no, pair of wet lettuces don't suit each other, don't make a great couple. Uh, quite like Marley, don't like Rose, boring, etc. So there's just every kind of opinion you can think of for these two. Mm. I don't think we've had a couple that's been quite so divisive for quite a long time, have we? Yeah, and I can't work out if that's a good thing or not. Like mm. sometimes, if like if everybody hates a couple, you're all sort of like, yeah, but yeah. Like, you've not yeah. you've not really got much to debate, have you? Yeah. Perhaps these two will give us a bit a bit of something to. Talk about. Um, however, what people, because I, I think you and I both are on the the side of these. These are not suitable, and they're not really giving us much. They're not, you know, they're not setting us on fire. We're not feeling the chemistry. We're not. We're not feeling it, are we? They're no Tarnay and Flick. So, what is it that other people are seeing that we're missing? That's what I'd love to know. If anybody can get in contact with us, anybody that that is loving. Marley and Rose as a couple. Tell us what it is you like about them, so that we can. Yeah, try and... I'd love. Yeah, I'd love to be convinced. Yeah, I I don't feel it, but obviously some people do. So they must they must be doing something right. There must be something that people are seeing that we're not getting, and I'd love mm. to know what it is. Mm. Yeah, let us know. Um, something that is not as uh divisive is the 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 see you bye bye of mercedes nobody's sad about (laughs) (laughs) there's a shocker there is a shocker i don't think it'll be yeah i don't think it'll be a big surprise i have been saying Mm. pretty much since she arrived since that first episode where she sort of walked in i I think everyone's not been a fan of mercedes (laughs) bless her i don't think we're meant to though are we because like no before she came on screen you know eden saying she's a snake you can't trust her and then as soon as she does turn up, you know, she is this spoilt brat who apparently tried to lure Remy away from the band previously and now is trying to hit on him when he's got a girlfriend. You know, well, I don't think we're supposed to like her. So not really surprised that people don't. But everyone's glad to see yeah. the back of her. So Farah, I think, summed it up. So they showed a, they showed a video on Home and Away UK Facebook page where she's saying goodbye to them. You know, she's hugging Remy goodbye and she's saying to Brie, you know, see you around, basically. And Brie's like, I wish you the best. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Which mm. made me laugh. That did give me a little, mm. little moment of laughter. Farah says, thank God. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> 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 Which I think sums up pretty much what everyone was saying on the comments. Um, and then there's lots of people having little digs at the band at this point. So lots of people, including Felicity, saying, not me, Felicity. Uh, saying, I wish you took the rest of the lyric with her. Like, see you later, but can you not take the rest of the band? That comment's been there a lot. So this, you know, every week there's the comments about the band not being a popular Touches on, on what you said, though, wasn't it? Like, you wonder if we're now mm. seeing a little bit of a backtrack. Yeah. Because it takes a while for things to get through the right, you know, get through production, you know. It will do. Yeah, if there's six yeah. months ahead, then we're about right on schedule for a backtrack. If they immediately backtracked as mm. soon as the social media stuff started happening last summer. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Um, it seems a little bit too convenient, doesn't it, timing-wise? It does. It does, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Deborah says she's not going to miss Mercedes. She's nothing but a troublemaker. And Kerry says, ah. Kerry says, I don't find her annoying. I just find her childish. And I'm glad that Brie challenged her behaviour because she does throw a lot of shade around. She's worse than a cloud. <laughs> no, no love for Mercedes whatsoever on your stay on the bay, unfortunately. No old bars this week, is there? It's quite neggy. It's quite neggy. Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.